Hello, everyone. This is Rick with Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It is six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. I'm excited for my guest today. He's a doctor, which is awesome. I'll let him talk about that. Joe, in, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Absolutely, Rick. Well, first of all, uh, I want to thank you for having me on your on your podcast. It is indeed um, an honor to, uh, to be with you this morning. My name is Joe Perez. Um, after earning both a master's and a doctoral degree in education during a tenure career as an educator, my goal shifted to IT where I've been for almost 30 years. I'm now senior systems analyst at the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services and chief technology officer at Solentech Corporation. Um, I get to liaise between high-level executive business partners and high-level technical people to figure out how to get them to talk to each other, to develop functional business and technical requirements and solutions they can all agree to and somehow make it all work to everybody's satisfaction. Now, besides overseeing the activities of my staff, um, coordinating multiple projects, moving chess pieces around, if you will, I'm getting to spearhead some pretty exciting business intelligence and analytics initiatives for our data warehouse, while at the same time, hopefully making it sleeker and more efficient. And on the side, I speak at conferences. That's amazing. It sounds like you've taken your, your knowledge and wherewithal from the education space and just turned it into uh, just an extremely exceptional opportunity in the IT security space. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, you know. Smartest people in this industry are, are usually not from the industry, so that's great. Question yep. number two, what's the best thing about being a, a cyber and IT professional? Okay, um, I'd say it's getting to put my research, analytical, and communication skills into practice. Um, it's, um, it's, the, it's the thrill of being constantly challenged to learn new and exciting technologies. Uh, you know, I, I don't like standing still. As I'm often telling people, and you'll probably see this on my bio, uh, I'm a firm believer that if I'm not innovating, I'm stagnating. That's a splendid idea, and I love your energy. Uh, and, and it's great. You actually kind of preach what you say right now because your background's <laughs> in constant movement. So I love it. I yeah. love that there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little meta meta humor in the background there as well. So there you go. Question, question number three, I hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it, it's it is a top concern, Rick. Uh, that's that's a very good question. I think it ought to be everybody's top concern. OK, you know, see, people with bad intent are getting increasingly sophisticated more subtle, uh, uh, brash, <laughs> while at the same time looking more innocent than ever, you know, making it even harder for people to tell what's good and what's not so good. All right. Because of that, we simply cannot afford to let our guard down in any way, shape or form at all. I, I believe that the danger is bigger. The stakes are higher. The cost is greater and the consequences are longer lasting than, than ever before. I, I agree. And we see that in the news articles every day. So let's take that to question number four. 
what insight do you want to share with, with other experts in the field? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm an expert, but a couple of things. <laughs> two, yeah, two things come to mind. All right. You know, the old cliche about a chain being only as, as strong as its weakest link, it's not a cliche. I think it's 100% true. Okay. See, cybersecurity is not just for the CISO, not just for the CISSP certified professional or the people in identity access management or the cybersecurity architect or the government's governance risk and compliance specialists or the, the teams that deal with incident response and forensic analysis. You know, okay, you know, a bunch of those people are going to come into play after the fact, after the deed is done, right? But no, cybersecurity is everyone's business, okay? We all need to be diligent. Every single person in that office needs to say to themselves, security depends upon me, right? And own it, all right? Don't just leave it up to all those other people that I mentioned. Exercise due diligence for yourself. Keep your eyes open. Get your head in the game and Keep it there. Do not, <laughs> do not, do not trust that email from the Prince of Abu Dhabi who's going to share his $10 million with you if you just click this little link to transfer the money into your account. You know, whatever. Look, all it takes is just one dumb slip up and you're going to regret it for a very long time. Hey, um, it, it's happened to the likes of Facebook and, and, and Google and many others, you know, those two, they were scammed over out of over a hundred million dollars. I think it was, you know, just a few years back by this, this, this Lithuanian hacker who was selling fake invoices while impersonating a huge Asian based manufacturer that, uh, uh, Facebook and Google were both using that as a vendor or something. Okay. Look, don't think it won't happen to you. Right. Um, Secondly, uh, pay, pay attention to your data, all right, um, your, your stats, your network health, your information. All right, it, it may seem maybe a little bit overwhelming when you see all these data points coming. You know, there is a whole bunch of data floating around. But, you know, that's just it. If all it does is just float around, you know, and, and you don't mine it, you don't analyze it, you don't do something with it, you don't see, try to see what insights you're going to derive from it. Okay, it'll be just as useless as a concrete parachute or a glass hammer, you know? I mean, it's all about actionable insight. Uh, yeah, we all know what an insight is, right? An insight is a finding that does one of three things. It either contradicts your knowledge, or it confirms or denies your suspicion, or it quantifies the importance of what you want to know, all right? To make that insight actionable, say, um, that's when it leads you to either act and adapt on the one hand or to confirm that no action is needed on the other. Okay, so, so how can, can you possibly know to do all that or not do all that if you're not paying attention to the data? As Liam Neeson's character said in Batman Begins, all right, remember, always mind your surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> and when you do, <laughs> when, when, when you do, Make sure your data helps you to make a decision, answer a question, or solve a problem. Now, this business of understanding the importance of data-driven decision-making 
and leveraging the best practices that get you from concept to reality as you master the right blending of art and science, brains and beauty in your data storytelling. That has been by far the most popular topic that I speak on at conferences, uh, being featured in I don't know, more than 20 of the 26 that I spoke at in last year alone. I mean, I, I'm telling you, people need to pay attention to this. And you know what? It's still a pretty hot topic in, in, in 2021. Doesn't matter what the industry, whether we're talking cybersecurity, we're, we're talking um, uh, 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 retail, we're talking uh, university, other types of institutions. Uh, you know, it, it, it's important. You've got to know your data. And you've got to know what to do with your data so that you are aware of your surroundings and you can get things done. Very, very interesting take on the data side of things. We really appreciate that. Yes, Question sir. number five, Joe, I'd love to, to hear if you have anyone you want to give a shout out that might be a great guest on the podcast or just people that you think are, are really cool in the industry. Yeah, hands down. Without a doubt in my mind, I would have to say Sarah Spencer. Uh, she's the CEO of Solentech. It's not a shameless plug at all, but yeah, I believe <laughs> that she would make an amazing guest on your program. I mean, she is a phenomenal cybersecurity professional. I mean, she, she runs circles around most people I know. She's always on top of her game and has a great deal of insight to share. And um, if you do decide to bring her on, make sure you ask her about her quote. quote what you can't see matters. <laughs> uh, you know, where she, she keeps me around, you know, because I, I know about the technology and I know about, you know, keeping data actionable and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to cybersecurity, you can't go wrong. I, I recommend Sarah Spencer wholeheartedly. Perfect. And now for the sixth and final question, the fun question. Right. What piece of retro technology just makes you smile? Retro technology, you say? <laughs> I love it, Rick. Uh, that 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 that's that's pretty good. Um, I'll have to say the flip phone. Remember the flip phone, right? You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't use one myself anymore, but uh, I still have my. I wish I thought of it, my old Motorola Motorola Razor. I mean, that thing it was way ahead of its time. Okay, you yeah. can hack it and stuff. You know. Uh, I also have my old ruggedized Samsung Convoy. That thing was virtually <laughs> indestructible, man. You know, I mean, you know, of course they're not compatible with my current carrier right now, unfortunately. But hey, you know what? If Captain James T. Kirk could use one of those on Star Trek, beam me up, Scotty. You know, right? Uh, well, sort of. Uh, and if Leroy Gibbs can still use one on NCIS, okay, you know, there's hope, there's hope, all right? Yeah. And you know what? The, the Motorola Razor is, is actually trying to make a comeback as a smartphone, right? With a flexible screen, you know, so you can still flip it open and use it, right? But, you know, I think I'll wait until flexible, bendable touchscreen technology matures <laughs> just a little bit more before I start shelling out that kind of money, okay? absolutely yeah. oh this was great you did it six questions in nine minutes awesome i am both excited to have you on today i'm also excited to um, have you on in a few months because as we do these uh, we're going to be bringing people back we're going to be bringing people back together to have right. uh, these mini these mini podcasts and i think you would be exceptional uh at that point as well everyone well, else that's very sure kind yeah, of course. Everyone else, make sure that you're checking uh, other episodes and insights from the Cybersecurity Nights Professional Podcast. 
My name is Rick Mishka. Stay awesome, my friends, and thank you so much. Bye now.